Welcome to the Frenemies Podcast, where four friends debate the latest issues in all sports and have a fun time doing it. High-heated arguments, crazy takes, and passionate opinions is what fills every pack-filled episode. Frenemies is available on all podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, and others. Welcome to episode 14 of the Frenemies Podcast. Today, we're going to be recapping and predicting NFL games. Uh, we're going to start with the Thursday game, Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh. Lost by the Vikings by eight. It was a blowout, but good for granted to them. They did try to come back. was not enough. They lost by eight points to the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, well, first off, it was an unbelievable performance by the Steelers once they went down 29-0. There was a 29-0, 29-7. It was something like that. The Vikings, they got out early. They were hot. They were yeah. dominating. Uh, frankly, I was shocked to see them win because Kirk Cousins is pathetic. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not saying in general. I'm saying on prime time. Okay. His prime time record was like true. 0 and 14 true. going That's into true. that game. And honestly, he didn't play. He didn't play that well. No, he didn't. He did not play well. No, but anyways, uh, I gotta say I was really impressed with uh, Ben Roethlisberger's second half performance. Because if I was Ben Roethlisberger after the first half and how pathetic the offensive line looked, he was getting hit every play. He had like six takedowns, like four sacks in the first half. If I'm a Ben Roethlisberger, future Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion, I'm not coming back out for that second half. That was just a disgrace of an offensive performance. And then he came out in the second half, and he almost wheeled them all the way back to victory. If Chase Claypool, the idiot, oh my moron, God. <laughs> just the ignorant wide receiver. I'm sorry, this check. He's blaming. He's blaming the lineman. Yeah, Chase the lineman's fault. You know, I'm going to go on a little rant here. I hate Chase Claypool. He makes me so angry. And I want to again clarify this for the record. I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers with every bone in my body. All 206 of them. I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers. But I will say this. Historically, that is one of the greatest franchises in NFL history. Historically. Now, granted, they haven't been that great recently. But historically, they've won, I believe, five, six Super Bowls. Yeah. Uh, they're, one of the, they're, just, they're just known as a dominant organization. A team that blows out other teams, rips their heart and souls out, and just dominates. So to see a receiver like Chase Claypool – that his only care in the world is his TikTok followers. Himself. He doesn't care about the team. It's a selfish player, and a player like that doesn't belong on an organization like the Steelers. That belongs in an organization in the middle of nowhere, like the Broncos. Something like that. Something that's just – No, not Denver. Actually, no, I, I do like Denver. Maybe Houston. Yeah, Houston's pretty irrelevant. He should be in a dumpster fire. That's what I would like. Yeah, Chase Claypool's a disgrace. He's a joke. He's a pathetic wide receiver. He's a pathetic excuse and for an NFL even player. Even after thinking about it, he then goes on to um, – when he's getting interviewed after the game – Says his teammate's fault. Like, says it's Trey Turner's fault. Like, he's blaming, even if it was Trey Turner's fault, you stand up for your teammate. And like, it wasn't you stick, his fault anyway. No, he was running to it grab the ball. You stick up for your teammate no matter what, whether it was his fault or not. After a loss like that, you have to stay one as a team. It's just, it's, and, su- yeah. it's such a cowardly move by Chase Claypool that you know the clock is running. You have mm-hmm. to have situational awareness there. The clock is running. Your playoff hopes are practically on the line. Yeah. And after a two-yard slant, you get up and you do a first-down celebration that wastes 11 seconds off the clock. Remember, on that last play of the game as time expired, Ben fit the ball in there. It would have been a touchdown if Harrison yeah. Smith didn't rip yeah. it out at the end. They would have had probably two more shots at the end zone. But because of Chase Claypool's yeah. just selfishness, they didn't get those shots. Yeah, like you said, Jack, um, Steelers have always been a pretty dominant organization just in general. I hate them, but they have been They're a team that means business. Mike, I think Mike Tomlin's a really, really, really good coach. Because he's a disciplinarian. He won't put up with that no at chance. all. I mean, Chase Claypool's going to be punished somehow for that, in my opinion. I mean, he has to be. 
There's I, no way he's not. I think the worst part, like he in his post game interview, he said, "I understood the situation." So he did. He did the first his first uh, down point, thinking that knowing was close. Yeah. knowing that it was going to waste time. If but that's knowing knew, the situation, yeah. that man should not be he on the NFL it, yeah. roster. That's yeah. that's just absurdity. He has skill too. That's just. He has talent. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's just yeah, just a moron. ignorant, arrogant, and a punk. Hunter, I genuinely think you get if you two took an IQ test, I think you could outscore him. And that's no disrespect to you. I think you could outscore Chase Claypool. What college did he go to? Notre Dame. <laughs> I know he's Chase Claypool has to have the lowest grade point average of any Notre Dame graduate <laughs> in the history I of that school. That up. Like, there's no way he was a smart player. He's just that's not a smart man. That's an ignorant man. All right. Anyways, All right. let's let's get off right. Claypool real quick. Delvin Cook, two hundred yards rush. My God. Now and hit, and we should also be clapping for the Minnesota's offensive line because he was mm-hmm. running through yep. like semi truck sized holes. Yeah. So yeah, that he was averaged, thir- he averaged seven and a half yards a carry. That was a Thursday game. Huge for the Brownies, by the way, who we're talking about next. Browns beat the Ravens 24-22. It was the nipple game. My left nipple has stayed <laughs> unpierced. I put my life on the line for this team. They played with urgency. They were playing for me, I believe. Well, just not really, but well, yeah. Okay. In my mind, they were. <laughs> I had a heart attack once they got the onside kick. But Jack, really... maybe what about you? you? You can watch the game and your emotions. All right. Well, first off, let's give a congratulations to the uh, all the leader in season sacks for the Cleveland Browns, Miles Garrett. I'm such a stud. Proud of you, ninety-five. So, uh, that first half. Looked really good. The offense looked sharp. That was Baker's best game since his injury in New England because he could actually move around the pocket. He could get yeah, outside. Yeah. He, he looked, looked, he looked somewhat healthy. His yeah. passing touchdown to Landry was a rollout to the right, and he was able to make a good throw. He wasn't sacked once, although Jedrick Wills, Jedrick Wills' pass protection was awful that game. Oh, my God. He's a moron. Yeah, we're gonna, I'm going to talk about Jedrick Wills later because I have a phone to pick with him. <laughs> but, no, it was a good first half. My problem with Stefanski, though, and this has been going on since last season, yeah, he's a stagnant coach once he gets to the second half. Exactly. You can put together a good first half. Not second half, just once we have the lead. Yeah. That's a good point. Once, 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 once we have a decent – We can get a, we can get a sizable lead that feels good. Because yeah. you got to remember, Lamar Jackson got hurt early in that game, and this might sound crazy. I think that was the best thing to happen to Baltimore. Lamar Jackson has looked really bad recently. I actually kind of – they played better with Huntley. There's there's a okay. point where – no, did you want – I mean, Huntley, yeah. Huntley, Huntley did a thing. Nice. He dodged like nine different Browns defenders – and they got like a, it was like an eight yard gain. It was incredible. Lamar couldn't do any. He, he could barely move. Yeah, Lamar's franchise quarterback. I mean, he is though. He is not not right there, but not recently. And I agree with that. But no, yeah, I went. So the Ravens starts. They start doing the Ravens thing where they get some things to go their way. They start coming back. They make this late run. Joe Woods showing his mental prowess decides to play prevent defense of fourth and eleven and allows a fifteen yard seam route where I think Mark don't, don't, An- Mark Andrew is shocked that he's that wide open. Don't pick Joe Woods. He's been he's been. I know I, I know the defense has been playing great. I do give him credit for that, but he does make these bonehead things about once a game. It happened again, but they score, and then our hands team Mike Fiefer, who did a great job. He's the head coach of the Steelers game last year. because <laughs> Our whole team had COVID, and. He puts our fullback. Oh my god! I, I love team. I love Andy Janovich. I love Janovich. <sighs> He's the opposite of what I think of just good hands. Usually, you want your receivers on your yeah. hands team. Why is Donovan Peoples Jones not out there? A six foot tall receiver. Or corners like fast. Like why? The, the, or a tight end. If you if you want a big guy out there like that, which I understand. Why is like why is like Carlson? I think he might have been hurt. That game. Yeah, he is. But like, why is a bigger tight end not out? There, I think all right. So in my opinion. 
I, I don't think Janovich is a bad idea on a Hams team because he's a smart player. He knows what he's doing. He's, yeah, he was going he up is, to his smart. Yeah, but you don't put him in that position. Right. No, that's I where agree, the ball's you, you have to put him like at the he end. He's literally block. on the front lines. He, he's there to he block. He's like the Navy Seals of the Hams team. He saw the, the he saw the ball come at him. He's like, I don't know what to do. He decided to keep running, and it hits him straight well, in the helmet. I, I don't think he saw the ball, to be honest. He was going up to make a block on the one player so the receiver behind him would get it. But it was a it was a smart play by Tucker to kick it right at him. Yeah. Tucker's so good. No, Jake, He's um, I, I have a genuine question. Mm. When the Ravens recovered that onside kick, please mm. take me through your emotions. I cla- Just- I collapsed on the floor. <laughs> I, well, my whole family was home. I was there all, all home from college. Mm-hmm. I collapsed on the floor. My dad just started patting me on the back because he knew he knew about it. He, my whole family knew about the bet, about my yeah. nipple. And um, I had to take an Advil. My heart was racing that fast. <laughs> um, when Jadavion got that sack, I screamed. And then when Tyler Huntley made that one-yard pass and Denzel Ward tackled him, I collapsed again, mm-hmm. dr- drank some water. I honestly I, – I, I sat down. I was trying to control my heart for the next hour. The only thing I could think about was just the pierce going through my nipple and the pain that I was going <laughs> to feel. That's that was the only thing going through my mind. And knowing they have the best kicker ever if they would have gotten side, like, if they would have first down if they would have got to the 50, I would have been like, we, we lost. <laughs> yeah. He's automatic 70 and up. Or 70 and down. So, yeah. Tucker has not missed a fourth quarter field goal, I think, in over five seasons. Or it's some ridiculous stat like that. I saw a question on um, Instagram, like BR Gridiron, I think it was. Would you rather have, like, your life is on the line here. Would you rather have Stephen Curry shooting a free throw or Tucker 40 yards up? Here, the percentage was Curry's 90.8% lifetime from free throw, and Tucker from that range is 90.7. Is there is there, like, a field goal rush? Like, is anyone rushing him, or he just has to make the field goal? Just got to make the field goal. Yeah, and Curry has, just has to make the free throw. Are there fans in the stadium? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll say there's fans. I'll take Tucker. I'm going to go Tucker, too. That's close. That's unbelievable. I mean, the fact that, like, we're even having that conversation, like, he's just so – he's unbelievable. All right. Speaking of unbelievable, how about Urban Meyer's tenure with the Jaguars? The Titans beat the Jaguars <laughs> uh, 20 to nothing. Uh, obviously, we're not going to recap that game because it's pretty meaning- meaningless, but we can recap Urban Meyer's time in Jacksonville. Oh God! So first off, let's so many reports have come out too since he's been. Let, let's point this out: Urban Meyer will finish his NFL career with less wins than he did national championships in college. <laughs> so first off, I don't want anyone to disgrace or disrespect the legacy of Urban Meyer. He's one of the greatest football coaches college of all time. Coaches. I'll say football coaches of college all time. One of the greatest football coaches of all time. Three-time national championship, never had a losing record his entire career as a college, college football coach. Yes, and he coached at Bowling Green in Utah, and he was very successful there. <laughs> He told, he told them, but he told his staff, he goes, I had better guys at Bowling Green. Can I be honest, though? I think Urban's right. <laughs> <laughs> the Jaguars have one of the worst staffs in professional football. Their owner's a moron. The GM's an idiot. Charlie Strong somehow is on that staff, who's been an absolute <laughs> failure everywhere he's been in college sports. Yeah. I mean, the the, the player personnel is terrible, too. I, I've said this from before the draft. I don't think Trevor Lawrence – Frankly, is that good? Okay, Trevor Lawrence is set up to fail this season. Like, I want to see what he does next year, year after. Like, I mean, this I, season yeah. he was generally set up. To, fail. to be fair, I think this was very easy to see, considering any time he played a team that wasn't in the ACC in college football, he did not look like a good quarterback. Oh unless you're going to, unless, unless you're going to take his oh one God. national championship against Alabama. Yeah, just the one biggest game. But you're going to hold on. Maybe the best programs. Okay, let's take it away. Well, the thing with Trevor Lawrence is he's always been called this generational, once in a lifetime quarterback. I still think and, he could be. And for for but then for whatever reason, he never won the Heisman in his three years at Clemson. He was never considered the best player in a singular season, but he was for some reason saw the generational talent. player. Like you saw it was there. Everyone against 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 Pitt, against okay. Virginia Tech. Okay, you need it. 
No, I'm serious. Quiet, Jack. What, what, when, when Clemson okay. played Ohio State in the playoffs, Ohio State had the 123rd pass defense in college football. There's a hundred. That's out of 127 teams. And Trevor Lawrence threw multiple picks, multiple fumbles. He was pathetic. When he plays teams that aren't in the ACC, he's not a good quarterback. So it's not a surprise to me to see in the NFL that he looks terrible. I mean, come on. He had four interceptions against the Jaguars. You can't take that out completely on Urban the, Meyer. Okay, we're not. We're against not the Jaguars. We're not. Arguing. Or against, against the Titans. I'm sorry. I know. Uh, I mean, I think, honestly, I I feel like you can't judge him this season. It's his rookie season. But what what's there that's been impressive? He has, like his the, pocket, pro, he has the prototypical build to be a good his a, arm a strength. Great, is arm strength, yeah. Very I mean, intellectual. I, I think I think he I think he could get you. I'm not sure about it. With a good coaching staff, I do think he could actually be. Okay, well, anyway, now, I would like to say stuff. about some of the quotes coming out of Jacksonville. Oh, I've had to like shit like some of them seem so fake. Exactly. But they're like, like they're the, at the real. Have you, seen, have you seen the Josh Lambeau one? Do you guys think that's Yeah, wait, he kicked him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'll kick you again. I'm, I'm, I'm a goat. I don't know. I, uh, to be fair. I read it. I was like, is this like did this actually happen? Through the first five weeks of the season, the Jaguars didn't make a single field goal. Only team in the NFL that didn't make a field goal. You think he just walked up to him and like, wanted to punch him? I mean, and what, a, else, what else are you going to do know. if you're five weeks in and you haven't made a field goal? I don't know. That's, that's Obviously, obviously this if you're a fan of Jacksonville, I'm sorry, but they're pathetic. I mean, you guys won't be good for another two decades. Or maybe they get that one AFC championship season again randomly. Nope. Remember, no well, remember 2010 through 2020? Saxonville. It was, it was five losing seasons. AFC Championship game, and then five more losing seasons. It's the most random thing. That's when they had Ramsey, wasn't it? Right, but how does that – I'm sorry, it's, just, it's so weird. I don't get how that worked. All right. Next it, game yeah. <laughs> was the Raiders at the Chiefs. Um, my worst pick of all time. You uh, picked the Raiders? Yeah. I, I was going Chiefs, and then me and Hunter both made the point that this this, this would be a weird game for the Raiders to win. So I kind of went off that. You, you said 40-plus. Chiefs would dominate. Thank you. Jackson. That is true. They, yeah. Good for you. Yep. The, the, the Chiefs, I'm, we really don't have to talk a lot about this game. It was just. Can I tell you guys why the Chiefs dominated? Sure. You guys know my hatred of Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> have you guys seen the report that came out on him about that uh, bar in St. Louis? I, I no. saw it, but I didn't read it. So it was it was just incredible. Jackson Mahomes, and like he brought 20 people to like his local bar in St. Louis for the uh, Chiefs game, or it might have been after the Chiefs game. And the bartender and the people working the bar that night. We're saying we can't accommodate your party. There's too many people. We have guidelines and rules laid out, and you guys – I'm sorry, you guys can't be here. So Jackson Mahomes tried to like uh, – he got in an argument with the bartenders and was like trying to get him and his uh, his boys a seat, right? Yeah. Well, uh, they kicked him out. Jackson Mahomes took to social media, calling them out, calling them a bad business. And let, let's keep in mind, they're a, they're a small – I'm pretty sure they're a family-owned business, small protocol? business. Like no, no, not COVID protocol. They just didn't want it. They just didn't want that many people. They, yeah, because it's a small bar, so you can't have a group of twenty. So, anyways, they, the bar then takes the social media, and they say, Jack. They, they were calling out Jackson Mahomes, and they said, when you have uh, fame that's not earned or deserved, that someone else gave to you, you act entitled. They that the bar called out Jackson Mahomes like that. It that's was great. the funniest that's thing. Great. It was just. Uh, it just what do you? Because I'm not gonna. I hate entitled people, especially the people that aren't entitled to anything that act entitled. Because like, let, let's remember, Jackson Mahomes literally danced on the tribute for Sean Taylor. The, the guy's just a moron. Yeah. So it was good to see. Yeah. A, uh, I mean, the bar just body backed him on social media. The thing media. is, Patrick seems like such a nice, like genuine dude. He does. And his wife is kind of God, little. I hate his wife. Yeah, his wife, his brother, his are his parents normal. I mean, Considering we haven't heard is. about his parents, I think okay, we can okay. assume they're good his parents. His dad was like a pro MLB player, right? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, all right. You know, props to the Mahomes parents. You you went one for two. Yeah, you 50%. It's not bad. No, it's okay. It's okay. 
Saints Jets was next. Saints won by twenty one. Next game. Uh, yeah, I got <laughs> much on that one. Uh, Cowboys uh, at Washington. It's a good game. Dallas was trying so hard to give this game away. They did. They were, they were up eighteen nothing. They were up three scores early. Yep. Or no, it was was it eighteen? No, it was twenty four yeah, nothing it, in the it, second quarter. It was three yeah. scores early. Is it time to start discussing twenty four nothing in the second Jack quarter? And his struggles as a player. He has been he struggling can, lately. He is on a lot of your fancy teams, Miller. Would you like to talk about that? Well, and now those leagues that are really don't matter anymore. Now <laughs> leagues, he's no longer he's not my quarterback, so you know it's fine. But it's just it's so weird to me. Because I feel like Dak can be a top five, top ten quarterback. We've seen it. And we've seen, we've it. seen and it. As of and he has the weapons. He has a oh, good, yeah. he has quality running game. He's a quality offensive line. And he has a Kellen Moore who's not great, but good. Kellen Moore's yeah, good Kellen Moore's very solid. And he's making he just he's everything he's making his mistakes. Like Skip Bayless, who's maybe the one one of the best, like biggest Dak fans is trying to turn on him. Yeah. It's incredible. You said Skip Bayless and best, and I got concerned for a second. Skip Bayless is a beast. Did you see uh, the, him and the Kevin Durant thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Falcons at Panthers. I think we all picked the Falcons on this one. Nope, I picked Carolina. Well, never. I like PJ Walker and Cam Newton. I like the little combo they have. No, no, no. Now I would like to say I might pick them again this week too. The NFC is so lopsided. Atlanta, Atlanta can make the playoffs. The top, the top three NFC teams in the Buccaneers, the Packers, and the. Cardinals, Cardinals or Rams. Rams. Yeah, top four. So top four. Rams. So that's a, shut that's up. a high shot. We'll talk about the Rams. Rams. We'll talk, we'll talk about uh, the Rams. So we'll see maybe those top four teams. But for me, it's top three. The bottom is just gross. The yeah. playoff picture. Because the Vikings, Vikings, the, Washington, the Eagles, Atlanta, Philly. I mean, they're all I'm pretty below. sure the Eagles have like the last wild card spot. Like I think six they do. And seven they are. Right now. Yeah, and right. I think, I believe, um, Atlanta's right there. Yeah, Atlanta's six and seven too. That was that's a big win for them, actually. Yes, right now it's um, Washington, Minnesota, Philly, Atlanta, and New Orleans are all six and New seven. Orleans is still in the playoff wow. picture. Yes. Wow. Chicago, the Chicago Case Bears made it on the playoff graphic, by the way. They, they, made, they made the in the hunt. The Bears? At four and nine. Oh, Lord. For the NFC. Good for Big Cat. My goodness. <laughs> all right. Next. Oh, oh, I was going to say, okay. getting on to the next two games, I mean, they're, they're both very meaningless. Oh, okay. I mean, the Seahawks. Uh, Wilson threw two touchdowns, beat the Texans. Good for us. Uh, what we do, ding dong, who cares? Good win for <laughs> Seattle. And then the Broncos, uh, they routed the Lions. But I mean, that was a huge, in my opinion, boat race the Lions. Big win for the Broncos, not for playoff appli- or for playoff inspirations, but for uh, Demarius Thomas, one of my yeah, favorite receivers him. to watch growing up. It, uh, it was a tragedy. Yeah. I would like to say about Detroit, they were trying to compete in that game, and they kept making these. I'm, I'm pretty, the dude fumbled. At like the two yard line, and they keep yeah, trying to they, they go for it. And they can't. They keep fumbling and throwing picks, and making these mistakes. And Dan Campbell just <laughs> like come side on, line. It's like, please give okay, me a break. In fairness to Detroit, you have to you have to shut Swift and Hawkinson down for the year because they're your most talented players. You can't risk them getting hurt again. They have more of a future and direction than Jacksonville. I agree. I will say that at least they, at least that's, that's what they at have. least they have a somewhat Are of a culture being built. They do. I don't know if you Urban – Urban – the culture that Urban built there may have He's set gone. them back in the two years. Yeah. He's gone. But well, still. I'm going to say this about Urban, too. They I don't, did set him back. I don't, I don't think Urban's a good NFL coach. I think okay. I think he's a phenomenal college coach. Yeah, I think he's a great coach. Because I think he's a great – Yeah. I think Urban's a great no – C- I think he's a great CEO. When he's got – when he's kind of got power, I think people, people give Urban grief and they say he's like a dictator and he's bad with people. That's just not true. 
he was a great players coach. He put so many guys in the NFL. All, all of his college guys, all of them, have so much respect for him mm-hmm. that I think I think the media, especially ESPN Sports Center, they're taking so many ridiculous shots at him. And I think a big part of this culture thing, I think a lot of it came not from the back of Urban, from, but from the back of the media. He was set well, up to fail when he got to Jacksonville. Oh, no one, no oh. one, no one, no one in the sports media wants Urban Meyer to succeed. Urban Meyer is Urban Meyer is hated by the sports media. I kind of disagree. I have a point I on that. Disagree that when it, I have a point on that. When it comes to the players thing, he, when he was at Ohio State, that was one of the most prestigious, it still is one of the most prestigious college football programs of all time. Those kids are 18, 19, 20, year, 20 years old. Those are still kids. He now is coming in and coaching grown men. Yeah. Probably trying to do the exact same thing he did at Ohio State. I agree with that. Probably, yes. Probably trying to do the exact same thing he did at Ohio State to grown men. I assuming they probably just reacted differently. I mean, I, I don't know, but it was – I, th- I think you're completely yeah. right about that. I would kind of disagree with you, Septa, because when he was hired, it was a lot of positive remarks coming from people saying it was a good hire for Jacksonville. Mm. I, yeah. I saw like, a lot like of fifty. I thought I saw a good I amount mean, of that, ESPN, Fox people saying it was a good hire. For okay, Fox people, yeah. I there, I don't remember anyone from ESPN or Sports Center saying that when when Mer- when Urban Meyer got fired. All of social media was Sports Center and ESPN. All yeah. of their main analysts saying how terrible a person, yeah. how terrible a coach. Or Fox was is. though. Fox was, but yeah, ESPN. Well, in ESPN, in ESPN's defense, some again the quotes that were coming out of Jacksonville from the local <laughs> reporters were extraordinary. <laughs> I thought it was something like a reality TV show. It was incredible. Speaking of reality TV show, Urban Meyer is one of his first stints in Jacksonville. I don't know if you guys remember this. They had a they had a WWE event at like the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. Yeah, because the one dude owns like WWF or something. Yeah, so the there was like a little cutscene where like the wrestlers went back into like Urban Meyer's office mm. and got into a fight in Urban Meyer's office, <laughs> and Urban's just standing there like shell shocked and gives the guy the computer and the guy just starts beating down on the guy with Urban's computer, and that was Urban's like first like oh, kind of stint in Jacksonville. That's funny. We got right. the next game, uh, Giants at the Chargers. This is this is a beatdown too. Chargers dominated even without they were without Keenan Allen, right? And they were mm-hmm. without um, Mike Williams. Uh, I believe they were. I thought one of them played. It was probably Williams. Then I'm pretty sure Allen did not play. Yeah, Mike Williams did play. Okay, yeah, so Mike Al- Williams played. Allen didn't play. Um, yeah, I think Jack was under. You picked the Giants, but you were under the impression that they were probably. I, I thought. I thought Allen, yeah. but I'll, I'll I'll take my L. I lost that. I was. I thought Freddie Kitchens would pull it out for me, but he didn't. Yeah. So the Giants, they're basically done. No so chance. They needed yeah. to win yeah. that game. Have any kind of hope but in that NFC? Herbert looked good too. I like Justin Herbert. Forty uh, Niners at Bengals. The four the four p.m. slate overall was incredible. Oh, oh, oh the next two games we're talking so about it was great. Even the Sunday night game, I was actually thoroughly I enjoyed. Yeah, that no, Sunday it, night yeah, game. it was. It was great football, but yeah, 49ers at Bengals. Who picked the Bengals here? Did anyone pick the Bengals? I, I picked the Niners. Did Jack I, picked the Niners. I, I picked I the Niners shocked. to my to my dad's dismay. But did I, Carter pick Bengals? Carter picked Bengals. Yeah, he did pick Bengals. That was that was, that was that was his life mortgage bet for you right there. It was that was unbelievable. Yeah, we'll get on to that in a bit. But um, well, Niners for, were without Elijah Mitchell. They right. found a way to pull it out. That was a that was a big win. I mean, that was a big win for San Francisco, who's clicking at the right time. And yeah. another big win for the Brownies. They needed the Bengals to lose. That was huge. Division. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo, give him credit credits too. He had a quality drive to win the game. Jimmy Garoppolo is a good NFL quarterback. Yeah. Not a great quarterback, but he's, he's a good NFL quarterback. Bur- Burrow looked good too. No, Burrow, I mean, Burrow in the fourth quarter, Burrow looked like the man. He had yeah. the bomb to Jamar Chase, and then he had that ridiculous the, – the, No, he had the fourth down play where he rolled out, and it looked like he was sacked, and then somehow he escapes it. Then he just flings it up back of the end zone, and somehow, some way, Jamar Chase comes free and makes that catch. It was just, yeah. It was, I don't even know what the right word is. Like I was, 
Like, I, I need a thesaurus to describe what Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase did in that. No, him, him and Herbert are the future of the NFL. I would say this, Joe Burrow. This is my problem with Joe Burrow. He His beginning of games is so – he usually starts off games awful. And then he'll try to come back with these late heroics, and most of the time he's been losing as of late. He has to be more consistent yeah. and more careful with his, with how he passes, especially early. Because I just don't want this to become a trend for Burrow, where he does his late-game heroics, but it's not enough. And Cincinnati just stays at a team that's 500, when they can really be a great team Oh yeah. Burrow. But you got to remember too; it's only a second. Season. I know, I know, and I understand that part. I just, yeah. I don't want, I yeah. don't want this to become a trend. And you're also not sure if Zach Taylor's a proven coach yet, because I mean, his yeah. years without Burrow and Jamar Chase, he hasn't. I mean, the Bengals have looked awful. But I mean, credit to where credits due. The Bengals have looked fantastic this year. The offense yeah, has been explosive. The defense has been much improved. Yeah, Trey Hendrickson is looking like one of the best free agent acquisitions for any team this year. He's got yeah. like he's, he's closing in on double digit sacks early. The next four o'clock game, which they were both, we were watching on Red Zone. They were both happening like side by side. Oh. These games like ending. I, I love Scott. Hansen. Bills. Scott Hanson's amazing. Bills at Buccaneers. The Buccaneers were up three scores in the fourth quarter, and the Bills mm-hmm. came roaring back. I thought they were going to win it with uh, Stefan Diggs. I believe it was pass interference, so I think they should have got a chance to win the game. I don't think that's PR. well. I don't know. They called it the other way for. Um, Tampa Bay though. Normally they're normally they're so good, and Bruce Arians. Is very good at just closing out those games before it gets into extra. Mm. I'm kind of surprised that game went into overtime. Just I don't know. I was a little concerning. I thought that the Bills roared all the way back like that, and Tampa didn't really have much of an answer in the fourth. Yeah, like just for a few like playoff hopes for them or Super Bowl hopes, I guess, for Tampa Bay and repeating. I don't know. I mean, later in the season too, that's normally when they should be starting to click. What is it, week 15? Yeah, I mean to be fair, they are 10 and three, six and zero at home. I mean, they've been clicking all year. Yeah, I don't know. Buffalo, though, they're seven and six. Who's, they, like, who they, saw they, that coming? They may not make the playoffs. <laughs> and you said they were going to win the division two weeks ago. That's that's a mistake. Hand up. <laughs> that's probably my biggest mistake. Now the Patriots. I think I said, I said the past two weeks, they're better than expected. Will they make the AFC Championship game? No. Yeah. But they, good, good for Bill Belichick, greatest coach of all time. Mm-hmm. He's up. He's up there. He's at least top three. Top two. It's yeah. it's it's him or Lombardi. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Sunday night game. Sunday Chicago night. Bears uh, at the Green Bay Packers. That was an unbelievable game. That was a very. I can't enjoyable believe the Sunday Bears put up thirty. I, I know. I mean, it was 27-21. They were up at half. I was like, is Chicago really going to do this? That second quarter was one of the greatest second quarters of football I think I've oh, ever yeah. watched. It was. Oh yeah. It, it was. The Bears scored 24 in the second quarter. The Packers scored 21. It was unbelievable. I mean, Rodgers had a day. Every drive, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. That was gorgeous. I would like to say, though, I was never in doubt of Aaron Rodgers playing against Chicago. I always felt like the Packers will win this game. Well, yeah, it's because Aaron Rodgers self-proclaimed he owns them. He does. He does. Uh, And Bears, still in the playoff hunt. So, Big Cat, good for you. Last game, Monday night. Rams, Cardinals, Rams pull out. Oh, can't wait game. to talk about this one. Let's talk. Let's talk about Let's this talk. Game. Let's talk, Hunter. Let's talk. Um, Odo Beckham Jr. His celebrations are more impressive than his play. Three straight games with a touchdown. Two of which were in garbage time. Every catch two he had that game time. was meaningful. The other like one was a been two- talking about all his year. touchdown against the Cardinals was a two-yard slant. Van Jefferson's Six a better catches, player than Odo 77 Beckham. yards, 12.8 per catch, three in a row. Odell's the third Odell, best receiver on his team. Odell is getting opportunities, and what he does with opportunities, 
is he makes plays. Well, I would hope he gets open and he makes plays. <laughs> okay. Smith. I know I'm getting double teamed here. Smith. But Odell played. Beckham Jr. still has the talent. He's shown that he is not washed. Can we agree on that? I can't because he caught a two-yard slant pass. Van Jefferson's the one that had the 60-yard bomb down the yeah. field that beat double coverage. He's the deep threat. Odell. Od- Odell is not the deep threat on that team. So Odell, what is he? Odell for me is like the equivalent to AJ Green. He's not what Van Jefferson is. Uh, Odell's the third best option on a pro pass offense under one of the most brilliant offensive minds in Sean McVay. So I would hope that he would put some numbers up, but he he still he still has he impressed you? Odell? Not not for me. Now for the media that just wants to suck him, yes, he's it's incredible for them. But for the people actually watching what he's doing on the football field, other than the garbage time touchdowns, he has one touchdown that matters. And this he's is a game three games four. Okay, three technically. He was getting integrated in that first game. I'm oh, not even yeah. Yeah. He got there like two days before the game started. Shut up. Shut up. I feel like this was actually more of a game of the um, the defense by the Rams. The Rams defense looked phenomenal. phenomenal. They shut down Kyler Murray. Cliff Kingsbury didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, and that put that put the Rams back in the NFC um, for the one seed. To be honest, yeah, I mm-hmm. think they could they could still they make can, a run. I mean, right? now they can win the NFC West, and if they, I mean, if they get some help, I mean, now Grant, they're not gonna. I mean, they're not gonna win it because Odell's on the roster. Mark my words, that that team will not finish the one seed. That team will not make the NFC Championship. The Rams? No, they will not. Why? Odell Beckham. They may not, they probably won't win the playoff game. Yeah, I, I'm oh not convinced God. they win their playoff oh my game. God, you guys sound. I can't wait. Okay, for so, that cake. so the the NFC we have the Green Bay Packers at the one, Buccaneers at two, Arizona's at three. Those are the top of the seeds. They're all at ten and three. Okay. And then you have Dallas at um, four. The Rams are at five at nine and four, and then San Fran, Washington, and then Minnesota. Sorry, then Washington. Minnesota's outside looking in. They're at the eight. I just want to make this one point before we before we start doing the predictions for next week. If the Rams were to face a team, let's say, because right now they're not going to win. I don't think they're going to win the division. The Rams? Yeah. Using Cardinals win division? Yeah, because they, okay. they have a game. Okay, that's, so fair. that's fair. If the Rams face, let's say, Dallas, I'd probably go Dallas. So I probably don't. I don't see the Rams winning a playoff game. Oh my god! I think that's a great point. Oh my god! All right, in the second half of our show, we'll predict next week's <laughs> games. Week fifteen of the NFL season. Jeez, season goes so fast. It week fifteen, fast. we're almost there. But honestly, it's a really bad slate of games. It's not gonna be fun picking these. I wonder if any of us are gonna get perfect one week. That'd this this could be. The I know week. this really there's could not, be. The there's week. not a lot of games. I think we'll go against each other. Carter was three points away last week from it being. Yes, he was. Oh yeah, so yeah we, we got a record. Yeah, let's so, go. Speaking of which, you guys have definitely noticed by now because someone has been talking very quietly <laughs> and then aggressively screams. Carter's not here today. <laughs> um. So yeah, let's get into the picks from last week. We'll start uh, with the uh, worst record. Uh, Miller wasn't me. And we all had a good week. We, like, we all had a really. good This week. was a very solid week. For the first time in the podcast history, Carter did not have the worst week. So, Carter, uh, wherever you're listening from, congratulations. We're really proud of you. Uh, Jake went 10-4, and four, so not a bad week for Jake. Uh, and then I went 11-3. and three. Hunter went 12-2. and two. And If you guys remember in the last episode, Hunter said, and I don't know why this is the bet that Hunter made, Hunter said he'd give Carter his life mortgage. Whatever that entails. Hunter doesn't know <laughs> what a life mortgage is, but he said he would give it to Carter if he went perfect. <laughs> And Carter went 13-1, and one, and the only game he was wrong on was the Bengals-Niners game oh, that went to overtime. Thriller. Oh, my God. 
I didn't even realize he was like perfect. I like I would have been paying that game a lot more closely. Yeah. And that bet is on every single week. Okay, can we do a different bet though? Because you don't know. Like, can you tell me what a life mortgage is? I don't care. I'll give it to him. But you don't know what it is. <laughs> well, and you'll never give him a life mortgage. <laughs> I'll do something if he actually does go perfect. All right. Well, let's let's think of what that could be because realistically, That's you're, fair. you're never. We'll do, we'll do a like a legit mortgage. bet. Okay. Okay. Um. So let's uh before we get into our picks, we're gonna update the yearly board. So Carter, after going thirteen and one. Is still in last place (laughs) at 40 and 28 or 40 and 29. He is 40 and 29 and still in last place. Carter. But he's finally, he's now got a big cushion above 500. So I guess that's good to see at least. (laughs) That's Uh, funny. Yeah, Jake, you better watch out. You're 41 and 28. You're one game above. Uh oh, Miller. One game above Carter. I mean, I went 10 and 4. I'm not going to come. Uh oh, Miller. And then, uh, it's getting close, risking real close at the top. I'm 45 and 25, so I, you know, okay. just a you know, a nice calm, cool 20 games above 500. Sure. Got my Greg Popovich going on, and then Hunter, again, the self-proclaimed Messiah yep. of these picks. Yes, 47 and 23. Hunter had another Hunter had another heck of a week going 12 and two last week. Mm-hmm. So really, you know, great week all around for us. That was our best one yet. That was our best one. All right, so we all for the Thursday game that's already happened. Chiefs beat the Chargers. We did all pick Kansas and a City. pretty good game. We all did. That was pick a Kansas great game. It was an awesome was a, last two minutes. Pretty good game. It was, it was a awesome. great game. Yeah. Now, we last do. Have, I would like one to of say the best Thursday night games we've prayer, had in a while. Prayers out to the Chargers tight end. Oh yeah, that was maybe one of the scariest things. No. It oh, was oh Donald Parham. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, the Chiefs were able to pull it out. Mahomes finished the game off well, even though he kind of struggled through the middle part of it. Yeah. At one point, I was on my phone. I've lost an Eckler fantasy in the league that I can win 200 bucks for. And I'm looking over, and they ran the ball with Joshua Kelly. I really mad, and he fumbled. I then go on my phone two minutes later. It says, Austin Eckler touchdown. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> so I go back. Mahomes throws an interception at the two-yard line. And the very next play, Austin Eckler runs it in. Incredible game. Mm-hmm. But good for the Chiefs. An update on Parham. It sounds like he is out of the hospital. Yeah, so he's it's, it's, it's just a concussion. At the time, it was scary. He was just knocked out, not paralyzed. But – um. I do want to bring this up because this just floored me listening to that game. That was maybe one of the worst broadcasting yes, jobs yep, I've ever <laughs> heard in my entire life. So I'm not a Joe Buck fan. I can't stand Joe Buck because he's so monotone at the end of that. A lot every- of people like Buck too. That's like not in true. general. No, that's I, I think I, think I feel Buck's like the majority. I mean, he's pretty successful. Yeah. Well, he's successful, but I mean, that's because of his father, Jack Buck. Jack Buck <laughs> is one of the greatest announcers of all time. If, if, for for our viewing audience, give Jack Buck, just search him up on the Google, give him a little listen. He's one of the greatest announcers of all time. And no disrespect to Joe Buck, but his father is the only reason Joe does what he does. Um, so I don't like Joe Buck. Now, I, I will say he's consistent. He doesn't get too – well, he never gets too high. He's a very monotone announcer that at the end of every play, he always has to say no flags, and every single segment is sponsored by something with Joe Buck. Anyways – after the Parham injury, and he's being carted off the field, not moving, his arms are like swaying back and forth. And Buck had the audacity to say, "It's a little chilly in SoFi Stadium." It could have been. Okay, no. That's, are, are, is it confirmed that he was not shaking because it was cold? Well, I mean, just like from a serious standpoint, like we all remember the Ryan Shazier injury. That was one of the scariest things we've ever seen live yeah. in a football game. And then with Donald Parham. I thought he was paralyzed. I, I I genuinely thought he was paralyzed. I was heartbroken for him, his family, the Chargers, really the NFL, because that's that's terrifying. Yeah. 
Because yeah. you're putting your – I mean, because then it gets to the point where you're putting your life on the line every game. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's, it's not something we think about, but that's what they're doing. So for an announcer just to be that uh, – just that out of touch and make a comment that absurd and out of the way, I thought that was just egregious and terrible given the situation of that. All right, so after that game, there was originally scheduled two Saturday games for the NFL slate, but the Browns got moved. Thankfully, um, I didn't think it was going to get moved because I didn't the NFL either. hates Cleveland. Thank you, Baker Mayfield, for cyberbullying yeah. the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> so the only game we have is Patriots at the Colts. Um, I, I'm going to start us off here. The Colts need the running game to be successful. And I think Bill Belichick can construct a game plan that will take that game away. So it's basically you're asking, can Carson Wentz carry his team to victory? And that answer is a harsh no. <laughs> so I'm going to take the Patriots in like a 27-13 score. Hmm. So you think it's pretty wide margin? I, I would say it's maybe somewhat close in the beginning, but I think the Patriots may pull, pull it. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I'm going New England too. I, I mean, think New they've, England. They've shown this year that they're they're elite. Yeah, I think I think the Patriots win too. They uh, they're gonna continue that just incredible win streak they have going on. But uh, I think Jonathan Taylor has a really good game today. I just don't think it's enough. I think the Patriots' uh-huh. offense shines right. tonight. We've oh, seen, and, oh, and uh, who's Carter got? Carter's got the uh, Patriots win. in this okay, one. He so sent us our picks, so New that's New four for the sweet. Patriots. Oh, I'm kind of surprised me. I'm kind of surprised. No I thought someone would have pulled like you or Carter. Seemed like you'd go Indy. Yeah. Next game, Bills. Uh, Panthers visiting the Bills. Um, Carolina's kind of a joke. PJ Walker. I'll, I'm going to start this off. Cam Newton is just, he used to be great, but he just retire. Like, if he was like an, like a, an NFL analyst on Fox or something, I think he'd oh, be, be entertaining. I love that. I just no longer want to see Cam Newton, kind of like Isaiah Thomas for the NBA. Okay. I don't want to see okay. those two players. I love the, that comparison. I don't want to see them on the court, on the field anymore. <laughs> I, had a great career. Just you're done. I say I played you're good done. last night. Oh my! He scored 19 points, but they lost like 18. <laughs> How dare you? No. His plus minus was like minus 35. Yeah. <laughs> they they both need to just hang up the hang up the cleats. You had your moments. You had your MVP runs. Exactly. You, you had your close championship. You'll get calls. lucrative deals to do some commentating sort of thing. Whatever you want to do. They're both just, entertaining. Like, well, I, Isaiah Thomas might not reach a mic, so maybe not commentating for IT. <laughs> 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 he still dropped 42 on grown men. Oh, bucket. He's just totally blank. Cam Newton should retire. But Isaiah's been like, I mean, no, he's looked no, good. No, no, okay. no. So, Jake, so I'm, I'm, picking, I'm picking the Bills. Hunter, who you got? Bills, yeah. I don't think it's close. Are you seriously considering picking the P.J. Walker and Cam Newton combination? Yeah, because Josh Allen got injured in his last game. And I don't he's care. had the walking boot on. I mean, just just look recently. I mean, Mahomes in the, Mahomes in the Super Bowl with his injury. I mean – he couldn't. He couldn't throw the, throw the ball downfield. Baker's last few weeks with his foot injury, it didn't look good. When quarterbacks have injuries in their feet, they struggle because they don't trust their first read. They can't get the ball out, and then they try to run and scramble, and it makes it worse. Even if I still don't think it matters, I, I'm I'm gonna go with the Bills. Go the Panthers. No, I'm gonna go with the Bills, but I think the Panthers keep it really, really, really close. Carter uh, Carter Hips also got the uh, he's got the Bills too, so that's another sweep yeah. on the Bills. Uh, can we make the next one quick? Cardinals, Lions. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Lions. I'm joking, Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, uh, yeah, Arizona. And Carter, Car- uh, Carter's got the Cardinals too. So three sweeps in a row. Jets, Dolphins. This is a big game for Miami because they're still technically in the playoff hunt. They win this. They went from one and seven to six and good seven. Good for them. Good yeah, for Miami. Good for Brian Flores. Good for Brian Flores. Yeah, and Tua's looking really well too. 
Offense is moving solid. I'm going Miami. They'll destroy New York. I think it'll be a blowout. I'm going to go Miami, too. So that means Carter and I are going Dolphins, too. So that's four Ooh. games, four sweeps. Okay. We don't like doing this, but the, the, slate, the games just, they're not that good. Are, and are we going to do the same thing for Cowboys, Giants? Are we all taking, are we all taking Cowboys? <sighs> See, this is a tougher one. Oh. Tougher? I'm interested. <laughs> Dak has been struggling. Dak has been playing like poo-poo lately. Yes. He's going up against Joe Judge and Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes, excuse yourself. <laughs> I will not excuse myself. You will excuse yourself. That, I will call that man Danny Dimes when Danny can hold on to the football. <laughs> I think you just want to go giant just to mix it up a little. I do. Look, I'm doing – because I also – they could have lost – This is why Maybe even should have lost to Washington. I am three games behind – actually, four games behind <laughs> Jackson. It's a lot of games. You know what? I'm going Cowboys. I'm just gonna say now. I got Cowboys too. So does Carter. Jake, your pick. This is a letdown spot. I'm picking. I'm picking the New York Giants. Why not? That's an awful. <laughs> That's why you're in third place. <laughs> when, when the Giants wins, I'll be dancing on your grave. Hey, we well, all. This whole he, he did pick. He did. He did get the Denver pick correct. This does kind of feel like a little bit of a maybe. No, no, but they're, so. they're four and nine. <laughs> Right. I respect uh, it, Heller. This next game might be decent. Next game, Titans at Steelers. I am picking the Titans, which this may come similar how I've always been picking. Cle- I will always pick the Cleveland Browns. Now that we need some of these AFC North teams to lose, yeah. I can't morally pick against a pick for them. Jeff, what do you think? So I'll be picking the Tennessee Titans with a no-brainer. Hunter, I want to hear your thoughts yeah, I'm, first. Yeah, I'm going Tennessee. Not not because of – I mean, yeah, I guess a little bit because of that because we do need the Steelers to lose. But I, I think the Titans win this football game. I don't think Big Ben has two good games in a row. He's been extremely. So you two both season. say Titans. Yes. Carter says Steelers, and he emphasizes, unfortunately, in, our, in his text message to us. Oh. This is gonna. This might sound a little out there. I think, looking at how the schedule shapes up for the next few weeks, and the, I'm not talking about this game in particular. I genuinely think, and I hate to say this, I think the Steelers might be in first place at the end of the season huh? in the FC North. What? Looking at how the schedule goes, because the the Steelers play the Titans. And then the Steelers get another crack at the Browns. The Steelers play the Chiefs. I know, I know. I'm saying they're not winning. That's they're not. They're not beating the Chiefs. They're not beating the Chiefs. But they might beat the Titans. They have the Browns, who they could beat. I don't. I don't hope. I hope they don't. I don't think they do. But they could. The Steelers have one of the hardest schedules finishing their season. Who else, How they, are they, who else they have? Who else they have? Their final four games is Chiefs. Or sorry, Titans, too, Titans right? Chiefs, Baltimore, Cleveland. Are their final four and games? They'll beat the Ravens because I don't. I, I think Lamar. Because here's the thing: I I think the Ravens are in serious jeopardy of coming in third or fourth place in the division. Well, I think I, I've been saying the Ravens are frauds all year, so I'm not totally against that. Because he, because with Lamar Jackson, because well, here's the thing with Lamar Jackson: that man cannot throw a football. He cannot sit in a pocket and throw a football. Now, when the scheme is him running around some read options and then some set throws. He can make those set throws, but if you're gonna if you're gonna limit Lamar Jackson strictly to pocket passing, he can't do it. And now he's got that big injury on his foot. Like Baker, right, right. But I mean, Baker, he's not a running quarterback. Yeah. He's a thrower. He's had pocket experience. He knows how to play in the pocket. He's not great at it, but he knows how to do it. Lamar doesn't. Okay, he just doesn't. So I think the I think the Ravens are in serious jeopardy of potentially losing out to end the season because they got they, they, they have a tough. I mean, they have it tough. They got the Bengals again. I think the Bengals beat them. I think the Steelers' defense shuts them down, the and then they, they play. Don't they play the? They play the Rams or the Packers, don't they? The Ravens. Yes, they play. I think it's the Rams. I think I think they play the Rams and the Packers. The Ravens. Play, the Ravens play the Packers and the Rams too, don't they? Let me look. Because I know they. Ravens play the Packers this week. Right. The Packers yes, are going to play Packers, Bengals, Rams. I think I think they might lose out and come in last place. 
Packers, Bengals, Rams, Steelers. I forgot about Cincinnati. Right. So I think I think I think the Bengals beat them. I think the Steelers beat them. I think the Packers blow them out. And you said that it was the Rams, right? Yes. The Rams beat them. I, I, I genuinely think they finished the season 0 and 5 because they just lost to the Browns. That would put them in last place. And the Steelers. And the, and the Steelers they lost the Steelers a week before that too. And the Steelers. So you think they lose their last six? They might. They genuinely could. They're, they're, they're not a real football team. That's a fraudulent team. And they're out their top two cornerbacks, their top three running backs. Lamar's now injured. I, I agree with that. But at the same time, I just don't think the Steelers. Pittsburgh? I don't know I think if they, I can. I just, I just think the way the AFC North typically goes, I'm just making the point that it can't happen because they already beat the Browns this year. They could beat them again. And they play the Bengals again. The Steelers play the Bengals again, don't they? Uh, I think so. so. The Steelers, they play the Bengals? The Steelers historically, the Steelers historically beat down on the Bengals, especially if that game's at Heinz Field, and then no, they're they gonna not, they that, do not play the Bengals. Who do they play? Titans, Chiefs, Browns, Ravens. Okay, so I'm gonna say the Steelers beat the Titans. Okay, I'm gonna pick Steelers over the Titans. That's a, that's our first split, right? That's two and two. Yeah, Carter had t- yeah. Too. Now the Steelers are gonna lose to the Chiefs. Yeah, but they're gonna beat the Browns. They the they might beat the Browns and the Ravens. Actually, I'm, I'm very confident they, they beat the Ravens. I just think at the end, I just think on, I just think week 18, wow. I think the Steelers are a game or half a game out of first place. So you're saying that game will determine who wins the division? Yes. I think Browns and Bengals. I'll be at that cool. game if it turns out to be that. Uh, <laughs> I'll be great. so much riding on that game, but okay. Um, I like that. That's split. good. Yeah, I like good. that. Yeah. That's good. Next one. This the Chipotle game of the week <laughs> just for Carter. The 2-11 and 11 Texans oh, going to oh, the 2-11 and 11 Jaguars. Head coach, now I believe, who, who's the coach? Bovel? Bubble? Bovel. It's Some, our OC, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, I think oh, so. Um, <laughs> did you see the one media report, like, asked them, like, They're both you could end life. up winning more games at the interim than the head coach did, and the dude just kind of laughed it off. That's just I'm telling you that's bad media. The media set up set up Urban to fail. That was the okay. local media, and they were made great. Set up to fail. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. Let's so I, was, I don't. Who are you going? I don't have a lot of thoughts in this game. Jacksonville's <laughs> favored by four and a half. Jacksonville's points. favored by four and a half. Wow, that's kind of a lot. I think it's because Davis Mills is now starting. Still, <laughs> am I still, wrong on that? Yes, Mills is starter for the rest of the year. Um, Davis Mills looked fantastic. In Mills his first drive against the Mills Seahawks. Really Other than good. that, he didn't look too sharp. But he was like seven of seven. Solid. Like 100 yards in the touchdown start. Like, honestly, him compared to the rest of the rookie quarterbacks. Jeez. I mean, like, he might be the second best. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, he really hasn't looked bad this year. Let's hear Carter's pick first. Carter, and he emphasizes Chipotle game with a bunch of celebration emojis. <laughs> um, He didn't pick. He just said it's the Chipotle game. He forgot to put a team down. Oh, jeez. He said Texans. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He said Texans, Chipotle game. I'm sorry. Carter has the Texans. Who do you have, Jack? All right, so I'm going to make this really simple. The line is four and a half. Jacksonville's favored by four and a half. Bet the money line hard that the Texans win. I know he's going to pick. I know he's going to pick. I know he's going to do that. Because here's the thing. <laughs> you know why? Because if Houston wins, if Houston wins, or sorry, if Jacksonville wins, it's going to be like, look what they do without Urban Meyer. Right. That's well, be the storyline. I knew Jack would never go for that. So here's the thing. <laughs> you know me so well. You read me like a book there. Because a lot of teams, when they fire their head coach, they come out in their next game, they look good. Because a lot of teams, when they're when they're in a situation like that, playing for a head coach they yeah. don't like, they come out with a newfound energy. Yep. Like remember when the Browns fired Hugh Jackson? Mm-hmm. They lost their next game to the Chiefs, but they it was like they put up like thirty game. against them. Yeah. They almost beat, and that was the year Mahomes won the MVP with fifty passing touchdowns. A lot of times in the NFL, when a head coach gets fired, the next week that team wins. That's not going to happen because Urban Meyer is not the problem in Jacksonville. It's a bad quarterback. It's a bad offense. It's a bad defense. It's a bad. It's a bad coaching staff, it's bad ownership, and it's a bad GM. It's nothing but failure in Jacksonville, and they're not set up for anything. Smith? 
Um, what you just said, minus the last about 12 seconds, I think the Jaguars go out and, like you said, play their hearts out. Just because they have a new guy in there leading the team, Meyer's gone. I think the Jags win this game. I'm going Jaguars. This may be the toughest game of the slate. <laughs> I don't know who to pick. Um, so you and Carter went Texans. I went Jags. Geez. Hammer the money line for the Texans. <laughs> here's, here's what I'm struggling with. Because I do think Jacksonville's going to play with more energy. But I feel like at the same time, Houston kind of plays bad teams kind of well. When they face a team that has some equal talent level, they Go play Houston, somewhat please. good. <laughs> I like being alone on my picks. I normally get them right when I'm alone. I'm going to pick. Whatever you go here, you're going to be wrong. Because if you pick Houston, it's a 2-2 split. Or no, if you pick Houston, it's a 3-1, and I always get the three ones. But if you pick the Jags, then it's 2-2, and the Jags won't win. So whatever you pick here, you're going to be wrong. <sighs> Thank you, Smith. That's <laughs> encouraging for me. Jeez, I don't I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the the Jacksonville Jaguars. Damn it. Awful pick. I, I, I don't like it either. I I kinda wanna switch it. Uh no. Five, four, three, two, one. Jake, Saxonville. Come on. All right, me Come and, on, me and bubble. Jake, me Coach him up. Me and Jake got Jacksonville. Jack and Carter have Houston. Ugh, I hate picking Jacksonville. Gross. This is actually another interesting <laughs> game after this. Another two two teams with the same record as well. The seven six Bengals is hitting the seven and six Denver Broncos. Now, for me, this is actually pretty simple. I love picking the Denver Broncos at home. They okay. always seem to win at home. They're That's why at, they're four and three at home. It's why I picked them against the Chargers. I picked them. They win at home. That's a good point. That's I picked true. them. They beat. They beat the Lions at home. Well, they need this game we, at Mile High. Okay, you can't take the Lions game at, for much credit. You had the Chargers game. I'll give you that. That is it. Did, did, did they not beat the team ahead of them? Are you going Denver? They beat the team in their schedule. Are you picking Denver? You talk first. You go first. Cincy. Cincy. Carter. Cincinnati wins this game. Carter has the Bengals, too. They're more talented. And I think Again, he plays well. This is another money line game. Denver's favored by three points. Bet the Bengals. Spread. Bet the money Spread. line. Spread. Spread. Bet, bet the Bengals to not just cover, but to win outright. I'm picking the okay. Denver Broncos. I will not pick the, against the Denver Broncos at home. You're picking Denver? I'm picking Denver. All right, uh, us three have Cincy. Jake has Denver, and he may potentially be in last after this week. I'm not going to lie. I feel good when we leave Jake on the island. I do, too. I do, too. Last time you did that, I'm pretty sure it's that. No, that's, Actually, that no. never happens. Oh, I'm the island boy. Raiders. I'm the island boy. Oh, don't say okay. – I can't. Okay. I can't. Okay. Don't say island boy. I, I can't hear island boy right. any longer. Right. <laughs> Falcons, 49ers. I'm picking the – the, the Falcons don't pee teams that have a better record. Niners. Right now, so Niners. I'm the Niners. Carter's got Niners. Packers at Ravens. It's another pretty easy game for me. It's the I'm picking. Play? I think maybe is he? I don't. I think I it's still questionable. It's, yeah, he's questionable as Even of right if he now. Plays, he won't be fully healthy. I just I'm going Green just picturing seeing Everett trying to guard Devonte Adams. Um, stress brings sweet dreams to my mind. <laughs> I'm gonna pick the Green Bay Packers. Yep, Green Bay. I got Packers in a blowout. If Lamar blowout. plays with that ankle, he's gonna struggle big yeah. time. Uh, who does he have? He's got the. Um, I don't know if he has it. Packers on the bottom. How is he reading this? Upside down. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got Packers. He, he, had, he, had, he had the game slipped around. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He had the game slipped around. But, yeah, Carter had Packers. That's another, another four-game sweep. We all have Packers. I would like this explained to me. Why the Sunday night games, the Saints going to the Buccaneers? I think okay, it, okay. In, in 
the NFL's offense, the Saints have beaten the Buccaneers three of the last four times. The Saints feel I kind of feel like they're Tom Brady's kryptonite a little bit. I'm picking the Buccaneers. They're at home. I'm also picking the Buccaneers, but they have Saints have won three of the last four. I'm picking Tampa too. Carter's also picking Tampa. And I know this this doesn't have much to do with the game, but have you guys seen that like movie coming out where like Kevin James is starring as Sean Payton? I, I've seen I've seen like some clips of it. Uh-oh. It's a really odd job for Kevin James. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm just. Is it a comedy or is it a serious? I don't. Movie? I don't know if it's a comedy because, like, when I, because when, like, when they showed the trailer, because they had that one like woman walk in, like, as like his boss that knew nothing about sports, and I didn't know if I should take that as a comedy or if that's just like really, really stereotypical <laughs> for the NFL. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's just it's a weird place for Kevin James to be, and it's a weird film because it's about the year he got suspended from the NFL. It really is so odd. Because like I don't know if it's a comedy or not. Because it's either because it, I'm sorry, just go back to that one scene with the women that didn't know anything about football. That was like the boss in the front office organization of the Saints. Like that's either a comedy, and that movie is not a comedy in any sense of the word, or it's just awful writing. Because why would there be a football front office woman that doesn't know anything about sports? It just to me, it didn't make any sense. Plus, like if you're thinking of someone to cast for Sean Payton. Kevin James from the bottom of the list for me. Maybe if I was thinking, who would I pick to uh, cast as Dan Campbell? Then Kevin James, <laughs> top of the list. Campbell. But not Sean Payton, of all people. <laughs> but okay. Uh, Tuesday, uh, now it's a Monday night, Monday day evening game? 5 yeah. o'clock evening? Mm-hmm. Uh, Raiders, Browns. Um, Hunter, would you like to share the news on this one? You personal. I'll be picking the Browns. Shocker. Um, there will be no um, nipple piercing bet this week. Oh, I, 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 I can't do that for my heart, <laughs> for my personal health. Just can't do it. But I'll be picking the Browns. I'm going Browns too. Carter's also going Browns. And I'm going to talk about this in a later episode. Right. With the way Roger Goodell has handled the last two seasons and the way he's handled this little just horrific series of events, Roger Goodell should be imprisoned. I want that man on trial again, and I want him in jail. We'll talk. We'll we'll, we'll go okay, in depth okay. with that in a later episode. But Roger Goodell should be in prison. Um, he's a dictator. So, guys, obviously, I was going to go the Browns. I want to go the Browns. This week, just the fact that this game got moved, and we and our and our game got moved back. Our Medina basketball game. Oh my God! Let me let me put, yeah, let, get, let me let me give some background real quickly. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just during really the off season. This is before the season even started. I was going on Instagram and uh, on a Browns Instagram account. It said there was a Raiders Instagram account selling tickets to the Raiders game. Granted, this is like five months down the road, so I'm like, okay, let me DM this guy, and he gives me like three tickets for a pretty good price. So I'm like, you know what? Why not? So for like 250 bucks, I buy three tickets from this dude on Instagram, and he sends me the tickets, and I got him in my Ticketmaster. Well, that game was scheduled on a Sunday, and Hunter plays varsity basketball at Medina. And uh, unfortunately, he had a game that Sunday. So it looked like it was just going to be me and Jake, and we'd have to sell Hunter's tickets. Or they had practice. I'm sorry. They had practice. Well, out of the blue, that game gets flexed to Saturday at 425, and Hunter was able to go, and Jake, Hunter, and I would have went to our first Browns game together. I've never been to a Browns game either, so that would have been my first one. I went to a preseason, but that doesn't count. Yeah. So that would have been our first Browns game. And then uh, Roger Goodell in his horrific dictatorship <laughs> uh, of his commissioner style, all of his ridiculous protocols that just don't follow any science and don't make any sense, caused the Browns to have 21 of their 53 players 
had to go on the COVID reserve list. And he didn't take the bums. He took all of our star players. The Browns were left with like six total starters, both offensive and defensive. So it looked like we were, it looked like we were going to go see Nick Mullins play. But uh, I would have been fine with that. I would have been okay with that, genuinely. Well, no, I would have. I really <clears throat> would have. I spent $90 on these tickets. I would have seriously been okay. I just Yeah. So, anyways, then the game got moved to Monday at 5 o'clock, and Hunter's got a game against some bummy Youngstown team. <laughs> so, Hunter is unfortunately unable to go to the Browns game with us. So, we now will – no, we, are, we actually have yes, found someone else that will be going, taking your spot. I need money. Well, well, they'll, they'll buy it off you. It's okay. Nick Manley. I need money off Nick. Our emergency fill-in. It's also our emergency fill-in for games as well. <laughs> so when Hunter can't come, because we always prepare for stuff now. We haven't broke the news to Nick yet, so he might hear this over the podcast. No, no, that... I texted him. Oh, oh yeah. great. Does he have the money? He probably does. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. I'm sorry, Smith. So, anyway. So did, did you pick the Browns? Yeah, who are you picking? Is your official pick the Browns? I was going to pick the Browns, but the fact that now that I can't go, we have a game right during the Browns game, I'm going to Raiders. I'm going to Raiders and they ruin the Brown season and I'm going to go home and cry. I'm going. I'm going. I, I don't like. I don't like. I, I, hate, I hate the tone that he just. Okay. Well, let's get that out of our mouth and quickly go to the Vikings Bears. <laughs> um, I, I just. Chicago. I'm not. I don't feel comfortable picking Matt Nagy. They looked good last it week against Green time. Bay. They looked good against a pretty decent Green Bay team. A lot of it was special. Teams I can't work, remember though. the last time. Well, I guess maybe last year when they beat the Buccaneers. I don't remember really the last time they won in prime time that Aggie. So I'm a, I'll be taking the Minnesota Vikings, even though again, I said this about the Vikings. I said this about uh, the um, the Lions game. This would be a prime letdown spot for Minnesota, but I will pick them. Yeah, I got Vikings too. Uh, Kirk Cousins is going to extend his uh, prime time win streak. Connor, who you got? Mm. Quickly, who's Carter have? Vikings. All right, I'll go Vikings. Clean sweep for Vikings. Yeah. Seahawks. Rams. I will, I, will, this, I will continue doing this. I will be picking the Seahawks. I will also um, go Seahawks. Odell is going to get shut down by the Legion of Boom 2.0. That's just not true. I'm going Rams, and they're going to dominate this game. Seahawks are not going to look good. Odell's going to look good. Stafford's going to look good. And that offense is going to be flowing right at the right time. Uh, Carter, he has a long paragraph for this one. He def- <laughs> Carter's got the Rams. And then, quote, not even going to argue Baker, but Odell is clearly not the problem. So if you don't want to pin it on Baker – can't on him, had a great game, <laughs> scored when it mattered. If any other receiver had those stats, you would say he had a great game. None of it was in garbage time. No excuses. Good luck on your own, Hunter. That was a, you, Those man. were Carter's Thank words. You, Not to mention, that's just some really, really <laughs> awful wording. And Carter is in my AP lane class with Mr. Mon. Mr. Mon, if you're listening, Carter and I are just ecstatic to have you as a listener. <laughs> so Carter and I, Brams? Yeah. Good. And then the 7 o'clock on Tuesday, uh, the Washington football team versus the Eagles. It's the Clay Dyer game. I'm going um, Philly. Clay, I'm going Philly. Philly is favored been... by six points. And rightfully so, because if, Gar- if Gardner Minshew starts, I think the Eagles win by Gardner two And you also start. don't know with no. Washington with their COVID how many Perch people. starting? Yes. I might. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm taking the Redskins. You don't know how many people on Washington's going to be there. I'll be taking the Eagles. Jackson, please respect. Please be respectful. It's the football team. <laughs> no, you have to apologize, please. It's insensitive. No. Um, so Gar- Gardner, I'm Minchu- sure. wait, wait, Gardner Minshew's not starting. No, Hurts is starting. I'm taking, I'm, ta- I'm, t- I'm taking the Redskins. Is he serious? I'm sorry, I'm taking the, I'm taking the football team. Because you guys you, might, you guys might not count that as you my really pick. don't like Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is not a good quarterback, but we'll talk about that later. I'll be taking the Eagles. I, I yes, don't, who, Eagles. Who's gonna beat? I don't know who's gonna be there for Washington. So all the COVID stuff. Oh they wait, they oh yeah, Heineke, Taylor Heineke. Heineke. Never mind, never mind. But never it's mind. a Tuesday game. It could be bad. Never mind. Give me, give me the Eagles, but. 
Jalen Hurts is not the guy. Gardner Minshew should be starting that's over him. That's horrific. It's not horrific. Yes, Gardner Minshew is clearly a better quarterback no, than Minshew is a good backup. No, he he's a good. A he's, good a, he's a good quarterback. Gardner, Jalen Hurts has not looked impressive this year. Nobody's a future. He's not the, no, he's, he's the future. He's not the future. He's not the runner Lamar Jackson is, and he's not a good thrower of the football. He has awful pocket presence. He's looked pretty good. No, 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 he is not. He has bad pocket presence. He dips early. He leaves the pocket. He can't stick in there. Minshew can use his feet. He drops back. He drops up. He steps up, right, left, and then he throws good passes. You've he also makes one better game. reads downfield. You've, You've seen one Gardner, game out of Gardner Minshew. No, Gardner, 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 Gardner Minshew play? Statistically, Gardner Minshew is a better – statistically, this is a fact. This is a fact. Statistically, Gardner Minshew is a top-10 quarterback when he played at Jacksonville. Statistically, oh he was. Statistically, he was. I'm not saying he's a top-10 quarterback, but his stats don't lie. He's a fantastic okay. quarterback. Hey, Clay, buddy, you've you've watched a lot more Eagles games than I have. Um, please argue with Jack about this. All right, thanks for listening, and we'll see you later. Make sure to like and subscribe to the Frenemies podcast, whatever podcast platform you're listening on. On Spotify, make sure you interact with our polls and questions. On Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us a five-star rating. And if you really want to and have a chance on making it into our show, you can leave an audio recording on your take, opinion, and whatever you want to say. Thanks for listening.